Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on episode 135 of PG and the Gang. I am PJ, joining me is Fizzy. Fizzy, line. I was, I was muted. Hi, how's it <laughs> going? <laughs> and Wookie. What light on yonder window breaks? Yeah. <laughs> is that <the> line? <laughs> a cheese pizza and a large soda. <laughs> Yeah, put that one there. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh. Oh? Oh. Are we alone? No, Reaper's here. Reaper's not here yet. Wookie is auto hanging up, I think. Okay. God damn, son. I didn't know it was like auto hanging up, so I don't know if there was a problem or you say it was auto hanging up? Yeah, they called you and it would just ring once and just click. That's because I was hanging up on you because I'm tinkering with the settings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I asked you once before, please God, don't just keep calling while I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, I couldn't um the cable things that come with that uh voice meter. It wasn't really like outputting, so I can't record unless I fix that. So if you're keen that yours is going to work. Yeah, we should be good. Yeah, I know there's chat, but <laughs> every time you call, it makes like a new record, like with groups of people. Gotcha. I don't really like how it does that. So I never know what's the most current chat. Anyway, where is everybody? Um, It is just the three of us until Reaper shows up. The Reaper said he'll be a little late. Raisin texted me a little bit ago saying he's sick and that he's not going to make it. I just remembered I'm sick too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so somebody's being late? Brazen's late? Reaper. Or Reaper's late? <laughs> Call him back immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It just booted me out. Wonder if me saying all that was cohesive enough not to have to say it again, so <laughs> everyone knows. Well, Reaper's being late, it's and nobody like, else is making it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, have you guys ever um stopped at a stoplight with a air quotes veteran or some homeless guy standing there begging for money, and you actually know yep. them? No. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Is that you, Jerry? Are you supposed to be at work? I was driving around for work in town. I was on my way back to the office and hit a stoplight, and there's a homeless guy. Well, whatever you want to call him. With a little homeless. sign there, and uh, it was this dude that used to fucking work at the Blockbuster in town. And he was like, Aww. he was like a really cool guy, like really nice. He liked basically the same shit I did and we talked every time I went in there and it's pretty sweet I'm like oh my god <laughs> I felt really bad I still didn't give him any money oh. did uh, he recognize you? no he wasn't really looking <laughs> he never really recovered after that you know all those all those jobs are being outsourced now I, I, I hope that Trump brings box. back <laughs> yeah I hope Trump brings back American video stores <laughs> and can get his job back. 
Make America late again because they're waiting in line for movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much bizarre. more money. That is funny. Like, because I don't like to judge people because you could be in that I, situation. Maybe um, I remember listening to a a podcast where they were interviewing. They were talking about the aftermath of Katrina, and this lady was being interviewed, and she was saying how. Like she never thought she'd be standing on the street begging people for money because she had like kids to feed and all her stuff was like washed away in the hurricane. I was like, well, that would suck. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, all that being said, it's like I also have a high level of skepticism for a lot of that. Well, it's like, and I don't know much about it, but when you see these guys that look like they're 20 and it says I'm a veteran and blah, 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 it's like, fuck you. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. Like, not the. Yeah, I, I don't see a lot of the. I, I see some people holding signs saying they're a veteran, but also I see a lot of people just saying, you know, yeah, homeless, please help, that kind of thing. I don't know, but it is it is funny that you knew the guy. Yeah, You're gonna go back. <clears throat> weird. Uh, I don't know. You think I was taking around before? <laughs> You should stake him out, follow him home, and, like, you know, make sure he's... Yeah. Take a week off work and make him look into this. (laughs) Yeah. You should do that, and you should also get an old... You could probably get it on eBay or something, or print it out yourself. Get, like, an old VHS box with a Blockbuster, (laughs) like, paper, you know, cover, and track him down and let him... And and go, like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? Hey, I've been looking for you. (laughs) I, hope you can I don't want to give you this. money because of your situation, but I've had this fucking thing at my late fees. Yeah. I'm just going to give yeah. it to you because yeah. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. I didn't, I wasn't able to rewind it. I don't actually, I haven't owned a VHS player in about 15 <laughs> years, but um, I just, I, I just wanted to give this back to you. What would be the last VHS you maybe, did you ever rent one? Like what was yeah. the last thing you ever watched? VHS, do you think? Um, I don't know. Like maybe one of the um, the last one I remember actually watching was one of the Star Wars movies. I had the Star Wars re um like the whatever the the redone Star Wars movies remastered re whatevered by uh, Lucas on VHS, and I remember watching those in like nineteen ninety five or six for sure. That's probably the same one that I watched. Like, not like a, I recorded something at home, but an actual paid for VHS is probably Star Wars. Yeah, I have no idea. It's probably anime for me. Mm. That's probably With, a good uh, imported and dubbed and stuff. <laughs> I've been going through some of my old stuff and um, trying to lighten my load. I have like I have when the last time I moved, I got rid of a lot of stuff, but then I kept what I thought I really really needed. But there's a lot of boxes I haven't really opened. Like, I have old school textbooks I, just, I, I don't need, but I'm like, one day, what if I need to look up some chemistry shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I also have a shitload of old VHS tapes and an old VHS player, which we've talked about, I think, like 10 times mm-hmm. in the previous episodes. But, 12. Um, yeah. <laughs> shit. So, like, how long do you, I mean, I wish I had a garage or some place to store no, this shit. Because I, <laughs> no, you, you got to limit yourself by the space, which helps you limit your crap. Yeah, 
I just don't want to. I just don't. But the, the the space I have is just so limited that I wish I had someplace else to stash it that wasn't taking up valuable real estate for things I use every day, like clothes. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you really want to stash it, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. Got to make them choices. I have yeah. two. I mean, aside. Well, yeah. My personal stuff. I have two. Regular size cardboard boxes in my in my gaming room closet. That's all the like junk crap. Like I may need this one day. It's like wires and all kinds of adapters. Those are the only two boxes I allow myself to have. <laughs> That's a good practice. I, I I at least felt good when I bought a bunch of those clear shoe boxes, like those plastic shoe boxes, mm-hmm. and I put I organize all my various cables and adapters and stuff into those so i can if i need them i know where they are and i can find them because that's the stupidest shit when you like yeah when you're like i know i have this you know where the you fuck plan ahead you keep it because you might need it but when you do need it it's on the spot and you have no idea where the fuck it is and then if <laughs> you do have an idea it's just a national lampoon adventure to get that freaking mess untangled yep yeah so i did the same thing like i went on a crazy hunt and i moved into this place because I was like, all right, I'm not going to mess everything up. I uh, put everything that I don't use. Like, I, I littered the upstairs living room area with all my shit. And then I put shelves together. And then I just started, like, purposely placing shit where I wanted it. And now I have a giant corner full of crap. I'm into eBay for two years now. and just haven't done it. But, uh, yeah, I did the toilet paper tube thing to keep the cords straight inside the little plastic tubs. I've got all these fucking... The closet is just full of fucking organizing gear and half of it's <laughs> empty just in case I need it because they're hard to find all the same ones. Yeah. So they would stack. It's a pain in the ass. Cables and cords for some reason are the one thing I know that I'm always looking for at one point in time in my life. And it's like, I have it. It's a dollar if I need to go buy it. But when you need it, you need it like now and you can't get it yeah. cheap online. You have to go to fucking like Radio Shack and pay $10. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> until amazon takes over the world and has yeah. their hour shipping yep. yeah yeah I, I actually i recently posted something on uh, an old tv stand that i don't need anymore it's just taking up space on craigslist but i haven't had any messages so i guess i might have to lower the price or just wait around a while but i was kind of proud of my description of the tv stand what <laughs> i said was this stand is in good condition and is very strong the strongest stand believe me <laughs> yeah i don't not know why you didn't get any calls <laughs> the only people that can take it home are the people that beat it in an arm wrestling fight because it's that strong it's trying no to do... over the top because it doesn't have fingers to do that it's not fair it's trying to do my donald trump tweet craigslist <laughs> post you know <laughs> believe me where did you get said stand I've had it for a long time. I don't even, it was like something that I inherited from an ex-girlfriend that I used for a long time. And then now I have no use for, and it was a pain in the ass. Cause like it's one of those. Girlfriend. It's funny that that yeah, exactly. the TV stand and the microwave. Um, she was not as strong as the TV stand. <laughs> Sad. Um, but yeah, it was it was that glass stand Wookie with the like cl- three clear sh- glass shelves and mm-hmm. no back to it, so the cable management. 
because I have to have cable management, just drive, drove me insane. You know, I still have the one I got from Circuit City that that weird blonde kid like is like, I'll just put it together for you. And I picked it up. My cable management on that, just not to inter- interject, but yeah. tiny story. It's cardboard box, and it's probably gonna light on fire someday. But the, uh, oh my god, <laughs> you can't see it at all unless you look back there. But it's just the right size to hide behind the one center part, and the uh, UPS, the the battery backup thing, is like standing vertical. All the cords are stuck into it, and they're all roped in, so it kind of looks like some Metroid brain shit coming off the back <laughs> of the TV into that box. But it's perfect. Nice. I was proud of that. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, flame retardant. <laughs> I meant to like you know. <laughs> You can build those kind of things out of like Velcro and stuff like that. Once you get the frame out of the cardboard, I'm like, eh, cardboard's fine. <laughs> it's like it was my scaffolding, and then I just live in the scaffolding. I didn't yeah. make the house. <laughs> it's pretty good. You just throw a sheet up, it keeps the wind out. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The the TV stand I'm using now though is it's 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 quite nice. I, I keep meaning this is like one of the things I, I need to do before I die one day is is to write a nice amazon review for all the shit that i bought on amazon based on good reviews that i really liked um but i, I guess they already have good reviews so maybe it's not that important but do you guys write amazon reviews i was on a kick doing it because uh somebody i knew like their wife wrote reviews for everything and then they were actually one of those reviewers where amazon sends you shit oh, so yeah. he was getting like brand new xbox games the day they came out for free because Amazon wanted a review. Oh, shit. I was like, shit. Because you need so many people to mark them helpful. So yeah. you should um, look up the Ghost Recon that came out for, was that Xbox One? That, what was the name of that last one? I don't um, remember the name of it. Sucked. The Ghost Recon that's not the Wildlands coming out, the one from a few years ago. Look it up and you'll find my review. And it's like four fucking pages. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it got a lot of helpfuls. You're like, this will finally get me my elite status as a Amazon verified reviewer, you know. Interjected to that, but as I was just really let down by the game. So I actually like said why I what it should have been in my mind and what it was and how it fell short and and uh I hope it saves some people some money because that game sucked. Is that future soldier? Sounds about right. <laughs> I was honest, the campaign was good campaigns end really quickly yeah and then they you know tried to paint them like weirdos like in the cutscenes, the guy's like looking at a truck magazine i'm gonna get that truck it's gonna have a hemi it's gonna have 40 inch tires man what are you gonna do with a truck like that like why are you painting them in this weird redneck light i guess they're soldiers all soldiers are pickup driving rednecks whatever sorry that was a weird tangent <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shitty characters, sorry. Before you move on, uh, I'm trying to find his review quick, but <laughs> there's an unopened copy of that game for the 360 that's like five years old. It's going for $500 on Amazon. It's like, what the Get out fuck? of here. <laughs> How stupid. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. $500 on Amazon. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me know when you find it, but I was just going to say, speaking of good um, campaigns, I recently, so I've been playing some Titanfall 2 multiplayer, 
mm-hmm. um, which is pretty fun. I, I, I've enjoyed it, but I also every time the annoying thing is every time you start the game, the first option is the campaign. So I'll, I'll, I'll like accidentally start the campaign when I want to load multiplayer just because I press A, you know, when it boots up. Like, so I, I was finally like, let me play this fucking campaign. Um, and it's pretty fun, actually. Uh, uh, I, really I only played one play stage, it. but it was, I was like, well, it's, uh, it's got, you know, some typical video game tropes in the early, you know, parts of the campaign, but the, it's fun, you know, so far. Cool. Um, which is nice because that was, I kind of thought the multiplayer in the first game was supposed to be more campaign-like in a way, yeah. you know? But I don't, I don't remember it ever being that way, really. It was just like, it nothing had like carried an ordered over. set of boards with yeah. some talking over it. Yeah, I was like, we've got them on the run now. I, whatever. On but it's just like, flight into the battle on the chopper before you can do anything. They're just talking. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's not like, it's not like any of the actions or the, uh, the outcome of any matches actually mattered and changed the story or you know like it would have been cool if it was like a war that took place that actually somehow over time like would you know the the scales of the war would would tip one way or the other based on ifc and you would choose which one you were all the time whatever but <laughs> anyway the multiple the the campaign on titanfall 2 is 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 pretty fun with some pretty good voice acting and um gameplay worth checking out it's definitely cool. on my list is it co-op at all i'm not sure if you just said that um no. i don't think so yeah i'm just checking my amazon and your review is a phrase and i have a ton of your review just going live your review has helped a lot of people like wow hmm. huh. you help your review helped another shopper like I'm all right. This is this is my contribution. Good guy. Yeah, to society. to society right here. Yeah. And I can yeah. scroll it with my finger. <laughs> yeah, I reviewed that Defiant Defiance game for the 362. Jeez, oh. I reviewed a ton of shit. Good Why am I looking for your shit if you're looking at it? <laughs> I'm just checking my emails and I don't know if they send you all of them or something. There's no way I'm finding it on this time of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it anyway. If I find it, I'll link it. We'll put it on the website. But yeah, it was like. So I, I'm looking forward. One of the things, um, one of the things I was really excited to find when I was looking through my trash was um, <laughs> <laughs> was my Nintendo DS game cartridge for Mario Kart DS. Yeah, he sent me a photo, found it or something like, or finally, yeah, something, and I just look and it's a photo. It's like nice. Yeah, I had like a little, you know, plastic box that you put the game cartridges in and I had like that and some other games in it that like I Final Fantasy game or something was in the. Yeah, film. yeah, like I couldn't find it for forever. And I had that M3 like uh, the hack chip, the hack <laughs> chip cartridge thing. And I th- I think I had Mar- I think the reason I wasn't carrying that around in the same case anymore was because the 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 M3 hack chip thing had DS, the Mario Kart DS on it, mm-hmm. but the DS updated at some point and now it doesn't work and I don't really care to fuck with it <laughs> anymore. So I was real happy to see that game cartridge. You have to see Wookie if you can, if you can dig yours up. Cause I'd like to, I have like mine to... somewhere at hand. It's, um, 
Actually, see if I have it right here. Get my Monster Hunter 3DS uh, case open, y'all. Zip. I was actually, and I was, I, I also hadn't looked at my DS in a while. Um, I was kind of surprised how small the screen is <laughs> on the original DS. Yep, like, Mario Kart yes. DS is in my 3DS. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Looking forward to that. I want to see what the actual record was. Um, will it show you if you boot it up, like with the, without being in the, in an actual match, what our what your record is against me? I don't know. Battery is dead, I think. But we were over two thousand and. It scaled like I was ahead at first a lot, and then you went ahead a lot, and then we started to even out. And then at that point, like we'd played so much where I couldn't, like I got that thing where I get really fast in nowadays games where I just I want to be like whipping off those crazy moves that yeah make me bored shit, but I just don't like I wanted to keep playing and have fun, and I just didn't care about the game because I played it so much, right. I remember you like kicking the shit out of me and be like, ah, oh, damn. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> like there was so many epic moments where I'd be driving, like, and I go outside in one of the castle ghost courses and I'd turn a corner and you'd go flying off the edge and shit. I just do this wacky, weird shit and it worked. And then by the end, I was just sitting there taking green turtle shells up the ass like, like Luigi. <laughs> Mom, yeah. Yeah quite overdid that game i think um but uh that's still to me the most the most um i don't know the the definitive version for me of of the game (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it was fun it was a good game in its own right but it was also the fact that we were working at fucking circuit city you know because we were too lazy to get real jobs at the time and anything would be really fun like I played, you know, the guitar solo or guitar hero solo on my crotch, and it was awesome because I yeah. wasn't out front working. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. When you're when you're in hell, anything you know is pretty nice. A cup of ice water is the best thing ever. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a record, um, and I'm pretty sure that you're the only one. It doesn't tell me specifically against you right now, but I'm pretty sure you're the only one I really played battle against. Yeah. Uh, so it says wins one thousand and fifty, losses nine hundred and sixty-six. Yeah, it was. It was back and forth, and then <clears throat> you, I couldn't even it out because I didn't care anymore, and we stopped playing. Yeah, yeah, that's. So what you're saying is the only reason why I'm winning is because you stopped. <laughs> no, no, you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You held out longer than I did. <laughs> No, we were we were completely evenly matched. I think I yeah I got ahead early on because I went retarded crazy, and then you just got really good at the game, and then we evened it out. Like my I don't know if you'd call it even prowess, but online is <clears throat> never to win the match. It's just to do the craziest things that I, and actually pull something weird off, so my score can go really really bad. Yeah, but. I had the energy to pull off the crazy shit for the first half. It's just like when I go bowling and I bowl sidearm and I'll get like four strikes in a row and one will jump out of the gutter and hit some pins. And then at the end of it, I can't throw the ball anymore because I'm basically (laughs) shot putting it. Yeah. Wears you out. 
I tried to bowl regular once when I first <laughs> got that job as a consultant. Because I didn't want to, like, I was with all these pe- professional people and I didn't want to, like, fall down or anything stupid like that. <laughs> so I just tried to, you know, watch what they were doing and bowl normal. I did terrible. <laughs> the, the game came down to me and I lost it for them. <laughs> and uh, the bet was that, you know, they had two different managers and they said whoever lost the manager would actually go into, like, the help desk queue for the... Like when there's nothing to do, you go help the managed services people where people call them like their help desk that's outsourced or something. Mm-hmm. Where the manager would go in for a day and help them clean it up because they're always on the on those help desk people for, you know, slacking. And then uh, I lost it for the manager I was working under and he was kind of mad. So then the other manager was like, well, why do, let's not punish anybody. Why don't we just both do a day? And then the owner of the company is like, I'll do a day. And none of them did it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of the other thing we were talking about where uh, you have like limited space makes you prioritize things creatively yeah. uh, I went out with my uh, to lunch with my boss the head of our legal department and uh, he was talking about stuff and he's a big like baseball card collector and he collects comic book cards and all sorts of things like that and uh and how we got on the topic, like his wife is the one in charge of most of the money. He's like, if it was in charge of me, we, you know, we, I'd have all these new like Lego sets and stuff like that. And, you know, he's older than us and he should be more mature. And he's not, he's like, we wouldn't have any money for food or I'd forget to pay the mortgage or something. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I got all this shit and I can't buy anymore because I don't have room. He's like, you just need more space. You just need to look at your priorities. And I was like, no, 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 no. My shelves are full. And it's like, you know, I, I have this giant ass TIE fighter Lego that was like half off. So I saved a hundred bucks on it, but it's just sitting there. Cause I have no place to put it. He's like, well, it's a TIE fighter. You got to put it together. I'm like, I have the smaller one. They look the same. I just don't have room. <laughs> like you'd need more shelves. I'm like, I don't have any more room in my office. He's like, you need a bigger office, knock a wall down or whatever, you know? Like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. He was being funny, but like you need more space. Like then I fill it with shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cleaning out our parents' garage. That was terrible. Like, you know, you, all this shit is rusty. Yeah, that You don't use insane. any of this shit. It's like... Like, they never threw anything away. Yeah, half of the shit we ended up moving, because we moved a lot, was, like, mm-hmm. twice our age. <laughs> <laughs> like, he had a 64 Dodge Polaris, and I think the year I was born, 1980... The push button transmission wore out on the car, and he had just had it painted with some painted with some weird lacquer coat. So apparently it was gorgeous, but it didn't run because of the transmission. And those were unique, I guess, back then. It was literally like one of those big old radio sets with those weird long plastic buttons, and you'd push it to for drive. As I'd never heard anything like uh... it, and he never fixed it. So we towed it. For like 20, I don't know what, 22, 21 years? Easily. Yeah, you and I fucking pushed that thing by hand many times. Like, yeah. God damn. <laughs> and believe it or not, we were moving it once, and he was he had our old like Pontiac boat with a regular tire on the front, pushing that fucking thing up onto a trailer, like the little weird trailer with the metal grates that fold down. And it was, and my mom was sitting on the, our mom was sitting on the hood of the, the Pontiac with her feet on the fucking tire, making sure the tire didn't move. So the car didn't crush the other car going up those ramps and it started to crush the other car. Uh, and it like jumped in and like 
pushed the giant ass old 64 Dodge Polaris up most of the way by myself, I think. I kind of blacked out, but it was my mom was like, I was going to die there. Yeah. How did you do that? I'm like, why do we have all this garbage? Yeah. Like, that's all we ever moved. It was so weird. It's like, let's make sure we don't damage this car, but any deaths are fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, and I know a lot of people keep like baby clothes and shit like that. But I remember when we were getting rid of that car, our mom was going through boxes and she found baby clothes of mine. And as many times as we moved, like every few years and shit, you think I would have seen them. But no, they were so fucking buried in that pile of shit. <laughs> I was moving it around half my life. More than, way more than half my more life. Half. And, uh, and I never even knew we had it. I mean, that's just, what the fuck? Like boxes of screws and shit that were all rusty and tools that nobody used. <laughs> just wanted to bury it all. That's why I'm, I have those two boxes in my closet. I'm like, that's it. Mm -hmm. Fuck that shit. <laughs> did you, did you, you had like a military family, right, Fizzy? So you guys moved around a lot. Did your parents do that shit? Then the, the, they kept some things. Like they had like bronze baby shoes and stuff. They didn't have. Well, I get that, but yeah. I mean, you know, that's like a memento. It wasn't trash. Did they like keep copious amounts of stuff because i'm sure if they moved it was like the army foot in the bill so they could have had a ton of stuff and not really worried about it yeah i mean they but also you have to pack that shit and they didn't keep a lot of stuff we had so they were sensible <laughs> they were pretty sensible even today i mean they have just the usual normal things like photo albums and um well, I'm the I'm the I'm the bad one because like they they're holding on to things that I left behind when I moved out like <laughs> I, I so I use those one subject notebooks to keep notes in uh I know college but I think high school too and I would have them for every subject and I saved them all and I still have them except they're <laughs> at my parents' house it's like all my notes for all my classes forever are all written and i figure like really if we have some sort of global catastrophe and we have to rebuild all of my i always college, think of that like you know if the internet goes down how do we teach our kids you know yeah, i don't I mean, have any of that shit i've got some college books but... i hope my i hope my old lecture notes are are accurate you know <laughs> i was just writing down everything the professor said so i have like this psychology 101 and hand it to some kids and be like, only pay attention to that, you know, middle um, chapter about when people go insane, because that's all that's going to, you know, you're going to have to kill a guy over a cup of water. So make sure you know that chapter well enough to know, the, you know, so you can anticipate his moves and then kill him first. Yeah, we've got to know how to manipulate to people, control people. Or I'll cut your hands off. <laughs> Bring me the water. I'm thirsty. But it was your idea, you know. <laughs> Which that shit worked. Never mind. Going back into parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucked up thing. Like, when we moved, our garage just packed a shit. It was like an episode of Hoarders, and it was all our parents. But when we moved, like, no, no one ever touched these boxes, never went in them. We just moved yeah, them from spot to spot. And when there wasn't a garage available, they get a storage unit. 
Oh, yeah. And we'd go fucking, oh, we got to go move the storage unit shit. It's like, why do we have any of this? <laughs> I remember once when we moved, our parents like were, you know, actually selling shit off once because we needed to consolidate to move to a smaller place. I think they just finally had too much shit. And they got rid of all our, like, He-Man toys and yeah, shit sold like all that. all our like, shit. shit. Shit oh, that no. we could have, you know, hawked on eBay a little bit later for more than it was, you know, worth and shit. Yeah. But no, you guys keep fucking rusty tools. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, I hated that. Yeah. This is a big bitch session. I get a lot of bitch sessions. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. I, no, that's the thing I, ref- I really refuse to do is like get a storage unit like i would i the only reason i would consider a storage unit would be for very like if you know it's temporary like you're buying a house Mm -hmm. and you're living in a you're you're something happened you're like you're living somewhere temporary yeah you're living somewhere temporary and you've got your stuff in storage until you need it until you get a new place or you're whatever ready to move but just to keep my like i've got three humongous fucking rubbermaid containers full of old comic books that i really my dream is to like get a uh barcode scanner and some like comic database software and inventory all my shit and bag and board it and know what i have and whatever but right now it's just sitting there in these boxes but i would not pay like 200 dollars a month to put those in a storage unit you know i'll just keep them in my my closet like a normal person forever (laughs) Like when I when I die someday, you know, be like, and to you, his favorite grandson, he left you box number one of comic books, and then like, and to you, his second favorite grandson, <laughs> box number two of comic books, and to you, possibly illegitimate grandchild number three, just a box of number two. <laughs> <laughs> I run into a lot of people that, you know, say they've got comic books and they collect them all. Even our um, <clears throat> the guy that changed out our cable modem the other day was saying he's got like, it must be full of shit because I didn't catch it. I was talking to my boss about it, too. He's got like the first appearance of Superman with Action Comics and it's like a 9.8 and it's worth like nine grand. And I was like, okay, my house, fixing my cable. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. You know, I'm, the first appearance of Superman? That's what he said. That's and worth like a million dollars. It was like dollars. it's like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't catch it because I just, I, I don't know the current market value comics. He kept going on and on. He started like, I was trying to pawn off some of this loot crate crap on him. <laughs> and there's this like horrible like villains comic. Like, you know, sometimes loot crate gives you a comic book inside and it's a loot crate exclusive. And it was like a reprint of some Harlequin number one. And it looked like a, like a high schooler drew it. It was just not mm-hmm. good. And uh, he's like, you should hang on to that. That could be, wor-. I'm like, it's got loot crate exclusive printed on the front. So even if it's a number one of some actual comic book, nobody's going to want that shit. You know, like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I Take this garbage. I remember I had a Charleston shoe send in Wolverine comic and I sold it. And now it's last time I went to buy it again. I'm like, fuck, I ain't paying that way. It was a lot of money. <laughs> But that was a long, long time ago. I remember that. I remember getting that Charleston too because it was <laughs> like expired, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I think one of us tried to eat it. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was chalk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, what, the original thing, I keep running people to talk about comics, and all I have to say is, like, I had one comic with some bunny, bounty hunter that was fighting, you know, he was like the, um, I don't remember the name of the show when we were kids, and there was that Highlander TV show. There was one with the motorcycle and the dude with the long hair. He looked like that guy fighting Deadpool. And then I don't know what other comic books I had. I remember I had one with uh, Cable in it. Mm. I think that was it. So I tell that story and that you had like long boxes full of all the <laughs> X-Men and wouldn't let me read them. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, wash your hands. And I'd wash my hands. And you'd, and you'd be like, got any gloves? And just you know, <laughs> putting me through shit. And I was like, I'm not, fuck it. I'm not going to, I'm you know, actually going to crease a page and you're going to kill me. I was such a dick. <laughs> Yeah, I never, I never read any of your comic books because of that shit. Mm. You're gonna fingerprint the page with your acid or something. Who knows what <laughs> you said? But uh, so yeah, I had Deadpool before it was cool. <laughs> I had one comic. I didn't feel like buying it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I read it like forty times on the toilet. <laughs> page forty-seven is missing. Is it around on toilet paper? <laughs> So I never found out what happened. Just kidding. Do you guys uh, go into any Super Bowl parties next no. week? No. No. Well, I mean, if you were interested in going to a Super Bowl party and wanted to catch up on all past 50 Super Bowls that have existed, um, <laughs> there's a Amazon deal of the day for you. It's the complete <laughs> collection of Super Bowl DVDs, as in every single fucking Super Bowl that's ever happened. Um, that's the kind of all. shit where if our dad was alive, he'd buy that and never watch it, and it, we'd be carrying it around the rest of our lives. He'd either never watch it, or that's all he would watch. Just front right. to back, <laughs> up, down, left, right. Every Rewind fucking... it. <laughs> Start it again. As a nice box and like the each DVD, like the DVDs fit onto like a little slot on the page with like some shit about like some text about the Super Bowl or whatever. Wait, do, you, uh, do you have to watch? Do you before you watch a Super Bowl? Do you have to have already seen the rest? I don't understand. I mean, if you're a completionist, you're gonna want to. Is like... it like watching Game of Thrones? Yeah, like you're not just going to jump into Game of Thrones season seven in like whenever July, whenever it starts showing without so watching a, season there's six. There's a nicely laid out backstory for all these characters on that are touching each other. It'll be really bad. <laughs> like an old person that's a football fan and has no idea what Game of Thrones is. Start him watching Lord of the Rings and halfway through like the second <laughs> movie, just switch to the middle of Game of Thrones and just don't say anything. <laughs> That'd be fun. That shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> He'd be telling a weird-ass story the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, you gotta watch his movie. They go to Mordor, and then they're fucking... There's dragon fire everywhere. <laughs> so, so how, let me ask you a question. Any bit of how sausage. Much, <laughs> how much would you pay for your very own DVD box set of every single Super Bowl ever played? I would pay you to take them. Some negative. <laughs> How much would you pay to not for me not to give you 
a complete Super Bowl collection DVD set. I kick him in nuts. <laughs> they got that pair of shoes I threw away because they were dirty. Let we me put talking about that at the time, and I would be firmly lodged twixt thine cheeks. <laughs> okay, if if there were forty six James Bond films, and there was a and there was a box set containing all forty six James Bond films ever. How much bucks. would you pay for that? 20 bucks. Okay. Well, this isn't such a great deal because <laughs> it's $60, yeah. but it's got to be like uh, 10 cents per DVD or something. I don't know. I haven't Wait, done math, but are the commercials included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why there's a, there's a pets.com logo on the, on the front of the box. Mm. <laughs> I dropped my 20 to 10, $10. <laughs> <laughs> Just anyway. so I can burn it, so it doesn't exist. No, I, I, I've made it. <laughs> made a review like that. <laughs> I bought this, and you know, the first disc didn't go up in flames so well, but I coated the second one in butter. Didn't do anything but smell good. <laughs> Third one got it right. Kerosene did. Wonder the if box caught any... on fire. <laughs> let's see. I wonder if there are any good good reviews. Um, let's see. Jeez. Um, super disappointed. <laughs> I I you purchased it thinking it was like a clay bowl. Like, yeah. Oh, this is I'll, actually this is awesome. This isn't the these DVDs are not the full games of each Super Bowl. <laughs> they are actually NFL film. NFL films recaps of each Super Bowl. So it's like, a, this was a Super Bowl tube and set in blah, 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 Pittsburgh and bullshit. And, this, and the play, you know, it's just like, it's not just the whole game. I was going to say. Yeah. How did they record them? Like, did they record the very first Super Bowl? Um, no, that's a good point. I think they, I think there are actually Super Bowls or, you know, there's TV from back then. <laughs> it's John that... Mann drawing shit, making it up. <laughs> I'd buy that. <laughs> play by play and everything to do. That would be funny. I'd buy that. Well, the first Super Bowl was in like the 50s or something. It wasn't all that long ago. Um, but they had a lot of TV and shit that was just like not saved. Like they didn't keep good archives of that stuff. So maybe they don't have one. I think there is one NFL I remember seeing randomly that that they only have because some guy recorded it at home or something. You know? <laughs> That does sound familiar, were, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I've made it this whole year without watching a football game. So I'm probably not, I don't know, probably, probably not going to do anything next week. So we'll see. I was in a room twice with it on, the game on, but I did not watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather spend my time doing things like going to an actual movie theater and watching Star Trek Force Contact on a Saturday night, which is what I did last night. Is that out? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The First Contact's the old one, right? The First Contact came out in uh, 1996. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the one, like, the next generation, but they're just sitting around in the woods. Yeah, so the um half the movie. The hmm. the beginning of the movie is is the some big Borg cube ship uh fucking shit up somewhere and 
the uh, Enterprise leads this charge uh, of uh, ships to like destroy the cube, but it gets a it gets some like ship away, which enters a, it enters a, a, a some kind of time warp back through time to to Earth, where uh, the Enterprise follows it, and the Borg's plan is to go back in time and assimilate Earth and therefore win the battle in the future by changing the past. Does that story come um, with any might all? They they and they just so happened to pick the 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 night before the first human launches a ship that reaches warp speed, which is what catches the attention of you know the rest of the <laughs> intelligent species and so it's a complicated thing and wait, uh wait. so that's a thing that's a movie and people uh, had a problem with the first remade star trek just because they went back in time and you could actually it was coherent <laughs> yeah they i don't know this this movie actually i remember i remember i remember seeing this movie and, and i remember it being good um like to my in my mind you know like i remember like liking it this time it definitely showed its age you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the the effects and the costumes and even the just the the shots were the the jj abrams movie really like amped up star trek to make it like a lot more dynamic and stuff for this is just like a TV show, like a long TV episode, mm-hmm. basically. Which isn't so, always so bad. <clears throat> no. It was entertaining, yeah, but it was definitely like if it came out today, it would be terrible. You know. Straight to DVD. Pretty much. But John Luke Picard had some guns in this movie. He was, I don't know, he was like a young 60 years old or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen him when he wasn't 60. Yeah, yeah I know. I don't really Even know. Even doesn't exist. 65. <laughs> I think he, he is Borg. He came the, out of the womb bold. So this was 1996, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out when Patrick Stewart was born. <laughs> people do come out of the womb bald. <laughs> I mean, as he is now, he... Yeah, he did not exist. Like he didn't. He's never looked any different than he does now. <laughs> he was just a smaller. He was him, but like GI Joe size when he came out. <laughs> he just grew proportionally. So he was he was fifty six in nineteen ninety six when this movie came out. Crazy, crazy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh my god! And also, you guys can look forward to this. Um. After seeing him reprise his role as Professor X in Logan, you can look forward to seeing him start a brand new character in the first movie of what's definitely going to be a franchise as the voice of Poop in the Emoji movie. Yeah. The Emoji movie. Yeah. This is... (laughs) This movie coming true is like i feel like it's like 10 years too late to be novel you know shouldn't even be a thing as soon as the parent generation kind of gets on with it now there's people on their phone and they talk about emojis and shit and it's the type of a word that it's like a mashup of japanese shit that nobody would 
say unless you're a kid. And now it's so not cool that kids shouldn't say, but kids kind of still are, I think. It's really weird. It's I kind think of, it's good. It's like when... say, it's kind of thing that would have fallen out of favor of with the, you know, people 25 and under a long time ago. Yeah, it's just like the older generation, the time and space where the, the older generation catches up with the younger generation, like the white people catch up with the, the black terminology every once in a while, and then they ruin it, and no one wants to say it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dope. Um, <laughs> See? Yeah, no, I think there's going to be a big, there's, there's, there's going to be like a big backlash on this kind of thing from younger people. You're going to see a lot more people knitting in Starbucks or typing out their screenplays on a typewriter, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and actually I saw that, um, like a couple friends of ours have like this, um, record club membership where like they send you records in the mail, like vinyl records. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, cool looking i guess so and i I heard that record sales are way up yep recently and so they're making they're printing more vinyl which is fine i guess but it's like there's always these cycles of combating you know just kind of being um trends implode yeah being uh contrarians i guess being the cool movement yeah. Just whatever. Vinyls kind of cool. I think the uh, I've got some vinyls. <clears throat> yeah. Don't listen to them because they're not a vinyl player, but yeah, it's just like the Angry Birds movie. Like that came out a few months ago, and Angry Birds hasn't been popular since like 2010. Yeah, that movie was definitely <clears throat> like way if that had come out in 2010 or whatever, it was like really popular, maybe. But it came out. I think there was so there was like some pretty good and there was like Finding Dory and maybe a couple other Zootopia. There was a couple of movies that were animated this year that came out that were actually good. So Angry Birds came out at a time when there's actually good competition. And I don't know if it made any money. The Secret Life of Pets I heard good things about. Zootopia could have been good. I don't know. But like, I don't know. It, that goes back to when it, that launched and like Android took off because of it. And it wasn't even freaking fun. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. Put it away. Dude, um, do you want to take a, 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 a stab at how much Angry Birds made in uh, the box office? 50 million. Are we talking worldwide? Just a US? What? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Get, I'll give you the the worldwide worldwide worldwide, or you can do both for bonus domestic and <laughs> worldwide. Uh, ten and one and forty and the other. Okay. That's kind of what PJ. I was gonna say, but now I gotta change my answer. Is this price? I gotta be. <laughs> There's no price without going so, over. <laughs> uh, no closest closest doesn't matter if you if you go over. I'll say because America is retarded sometimes, 50 and 400. Weird. Wow, what a range. Um, <laughs> I guess you're closer, actually, because so domestic was 107 million. And um, with the world and plus foreign, the worldwide it was 350 million. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> on a budget of 73 million. So mm-hmm. it made a fucking there's going to be a second one. Mm. Oh my god. You know what? Just to just to de- get you guys depressed. Did you guys like <sighs> too late? You, Kubo into two strings? I I didn't see it yet. We went to it when uh you guys were down. Well, you uh, you left and Wookie and I went and saw it. It was okay. It got worse as it went on for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you haven't seen Angry Birds. So you can't really compare it. <laughs> but um the movie cost 60 million and made 69 or 70 million worldwide. So that was pretty cool. I mean, at least Kubo, it was like a stop motion thing. I heard it was It was pretty beautiful, good. but the, the story just was like... Look good. Eh. And yeah, the story is like they built it up and it's like, oh, this could be really neat. And then it's kind of like anytime Americans, or I don't know who made it, but like Americans will copy like a Japanese cartoon mm-hmm. thing. And it's like they took all the good stuff on the surface and they didn't actually think fuck we should probably have a really good story before we do any of this yeah why is it and then it's sort of like (laughs) do this and then it just kind of doesn't go anywhere it's weird like i kind of wish the second half was just another part of the first half (laughs) and the second half didn't happen fell apart fell apart just talking to PJ earlier about we couldn't like pick a multiplayer game to play, so we didn't play anything until other people showed up. But because uh, I like the multiplayer games, are uh, it's all just Call of Duty, you know. I've everyone said that before, but it's really like we were playing the For Honor beta, and mm-hmm. I was kind of really looking forward to it because I just I like the all three types of you know cultures that are in it so the viking of course the medieval is cool and then the japanese and you can just chop each other up but like it's ubisoft they're gonna make it almost good and it's gonna be sort of gay and it's it's the combat is just clunky and slow and just not fun and even if you got good at it that didn't seem like there would be anything fun to do so i made the comment like everything starts with a budget instead of a story nowadays like they just like well let's just crank this crap out we have no reason why. It's just, you know, we have to get out there and make it play like this. So it's just a match-based, not a shooter. It's just a melee shooter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like daily bounties where while you're doing the same un- unfun thing, you can be getting more of the crap that you would be getting by playing the game by clicking a button and saying, no, I'm doing this. Now go fight three go play three matches and then you get extra shit. Like it's just, it's exactly like battlefield one, but doesn't play as well. Like interesting. It's like the same thing. They, they start with a budget instead of a story because somebody else did something that worked. So. Yeah. Four yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> is it like the same? Do you think the what's going on with video games is kind of similar to what's going on with movies where, the studios are afraid to take risks with novel ideas because they have to make sure that if they spend a hundred million dollars on a movie that they make it back and then some. Well, it's just because they're all big companies. Everything like EA squeezes every bit of input to make maximize the output on the money. Yeah. So it's, you know, we've already got battlefield so why don't we make a battlefront and have it play very similar like similar thing which is a different skin on it 
but they use the, you know, a 10 year old shooter engine. So they don't fix this stuff. So any true artistry, like I keep complaining about games and shooters where it's all split second decision. So if I see a guy that has his like arm up over his eyes, shielding his eyes from something like dust mm-hmm. or gunfire or something like that, he shouldn't be able to still point and shoot a shotgun. So by, you know, the way right. that character is looking, I should say I have the advantage because he's not paying attention. But no, in reality, the person playing does has no idea the dude's arm is up over his head. He's just pointing a shotgun at me and shooting me. So I leave cover, expose, you know, my vital organs in a millisecond of bad judgment because he's already kind of looking that way and he just shotguns me in the face. He wouldn't have done that if I hadn't jumped out. But, you know, the only shooter that's getting around that, it sounds like, is Star Citizen because they're third person, first person. There's no difference. The other one's like... The first person, all they model is a hand and then the guns and high high res, and that's it. So it has nothing to do with the third person. They just have weird animations differing. But if you're an artist, wouldn't you want to make that better each time you made a game? You would think. Close the gap a little. Say, like, we've done this before, but we're going to add more than just a knee slide. We're going to correct some of those laggy issues. Or maybe we'll add into the engine where if there's a sniper standing up and he's dancing left and right... Maybe he can't zoom in and shoot you in the face in a millisecond because now it, all you get is just dancing snipers. You know, like, maybe let's make the thing better. Nobody makes it better because they there's no money to be had in it kind of thing. Yeah. It's all DLC now. Internet's made it lazy. Let's just get a game out there with as little as we can to make sure we it sells and then we'll fix it over time. And we probably won't have to fix it because people will stop playing it because we're going to come out with this other game and they're going to buy that one. And then we won't have to upkeep this one. You know, just kind of sad. Yep. Yeah, should keep an eye out for um, good indie games. Like, I remember really liking Limbo. Um, thinking that was, that was a pretty small game, right? Mm-hmm. But, I don't, but I don't play a lot. I don't seek them out so much it's it, there's so many of which i'm awesome it's glad i think it's awesome but i'm just leery like a lot of them are side scrolling you know knockoffs or throwbacks to earlier generations but if i'm really gonna go play something that plays like mario i'm just gonna go play mario because it's yeah. done way better you know <laughs> yeah and they'll try to look like super nintendo graphics and stuff like that so i don't know if there's any reason to to not play the new ones or to play the pro- new ones over, over that yeah, I guess it's also like, you know, s- small team, not so many resources. How can we like make something that looks good? Like if it's if if you try to make a side scroller, you can probably make it look pretty good with le- with your available resources versus mm-hmm. like I'm okay. going to make. Yeah, I'm going to like the team that made Call of Duty Modern Warfare 8 or whatever, probably dwarfs the braid or whatever um limbo uh, limbo team <laughs> i'm sure that's true and that you know the bigger team you're usually going to have a little <clears throat> bit more oomph behind it but i just don't know i without playing all those games and i already still have i don't know how much time left to complete my xbox library but i i think as we talked about there's a steam website or in a website for Steam where you can go punch in your account name and it'll look at your game and like percentages and it'll estimate the hours left to finish all the games in your library. And I think it was over a thousand and I don't have that many PC games that I play. I just like hit the Steam summer sales and get like, you know, 40 games for 
10 bucks and shit. Like, I'll never, like, I have no idea which games are going to be worth it. And I can't play them all. Yeah. So I'll just play The Witcher, and I'm already like 11 days of playtime on that one. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> the last time I talked to Gil, he said he played The Witcher on PC, and he put like 150 hours in it. And it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a nice amount. <laughs> I don't Pretty know. Good. Yeah. Is that like four, that's like five days or something? Yeah. <laughs> Six days. That's cute. It's cute. <laughs> and I'm still only, I think, 80% done with this fucking story before the DLC hits. That's insane. That's, yeah, that's the stuff that I, I, I'm so glad games or companies like that exist. And like, I know Rockstar is owned by like Take Two or something above them. But at least they know well enough, like these guys are the artists. We're just going to kind of let them run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they do things in their own time in their own way. And six years in between sequels is fucking fine. Well, let's mm -hmm. close this out on a gif. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there. I, I get. Ah. Are those two pandas like. <laughs> going at it before he falls oh shit they were panda bears never have sex they I just think they're just play fighting <laughs> maybe he was supposed to be keeping an eye on them to make sure they're not procreating <laughs> look the way they're fighting into that they're like they're like the three stooges yeah <laughs> he he felt pretty hard too they're yeah. coming over to investigate Woke like, him up hey. <laughs> he's like oh so, i broke my stick yeah, and the second loop when he's chewing on it and they come to take him, he's like, no, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Which one do I want to save? Yeah. Animals are weird. You can kind of see his panda vagina when he falls out of yeah. there, too. <laughs> oh, really? What's going on there? A little black streak down there. Like, where was he hiding? Those trees are, like, really thin. Like, what was he hanging on? <laughs> it looks like he was just, like, sitting up there. <laughs> I just rolled the fuck out. <laughs> I was I was trying to get some firewood. Fuck it. God damn it. He's holding on to the fire. You should play that Gummy Bears cartoon theme song or this. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> Is it like sped up when they start to fight over those sticks? Because it looks funny. They're like shaking their heads really weird. I think it has to be. It's unnatural. <laughs> oh, kids. Weird. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Check us out on pginthegang.com. Podcast Radio That's Network. That's our panda. <laughs> right. That too.
Cut, print, retarded.